0: It's gonna be
1: there, Reggie's gonna be there too. Betty's gonna be there, Veronica the will be there, you and me will be there too. I'm Lena. I'm Grant. And this is Sex Archie.
0: It's a jolly holiday with Mary.
1: Do you want to watch Mary Poppins? That's I right. Like we're Poppins.
0: Riverdale Recap podcast here to talk about Chapter One Hundred and Nine, Venomous.
1: We're not. We're not going to talk about Mary Poppins at all.
0: Probably not. Uh, written by Tessa Lee Williams, directed by Elisa Soper in their directorial debut for Riverdale, at least.
1: You can't drop Mary Poppins music on me and then like not let us talk about it.
0: You also can't drop Mary Poppins. She'll just float on her umbrella.
1: What if she doesn't have her umbrella? You just killed Mary Poppins.
0: Mary Poppins never goes anywhere without her umbrella. She is a proper lady. (sighs) So this episode begins with Jughead narrating about, you know, hey, have you ever wondered about what superpower you'd want to have? But do you also wonder about what debilitating weakness you'd have? As he's reading Golden Age Superman comics.
1: I think about what superpower I want. I don't think about the weakness. Like Nobody no
0: does. That's his point. You've fallen well, into his rhetorical trap.
1: Not every superhero has, like, a weakness like Kryptonite. It's more like, I get hangry. Okay?
0: I mean, all of the X-Men share a weakness, which is structural racism.
1: Yes. <laughs> and then I guess, like, caring about family too much for a lot of people. Like, that's a thing. Wanting to have a high school experience. Also a weakness.
0: Spider-Man's greatest weakness, his bank account.
1: But not his sewing skills.
0: Oh no, top, top, tip top, top of the line.
1: Could his elective in high school be home ec? He would like (laughs) slide through that class perfectly when it came to like sewing a button.
0: He clearly didn't go into journalism classes or or else he'd, he'd be making a better go of it as far as career goes.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's that. As he's talking about this, we kind of check in on everyone. Jughead looking at the comics, Betty looking at a photo album, getting a headache, Veronica putting on lipstick.
0: Yeah, yeah, black lipstick, because she's going to wear nothing but black this entire episode. Because
1: she's the kiss of death.
0: Mm-hmm, hmm
1: uh, and Archie coming out of Pops to be confronted by Reggie and Percival. And he's like, what the hell do you want now, Percival? Like, what the fuck?
0: And Reggie is fully, like, sucking up to power, which is in character, but his least endearing quality as yes. a character.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Archie's like, Reggie, he's using Jedi mind power tricks. Like, don't you get it? <laughs>
0: And Reggie just snaps him, don't disrespect my sensei.
1: (laughs) And so it's the whole, like, oh, we're going to tear down Pops, you know, for the train. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Archie's like, you're not going to tear it down. You have to go through me first. And Percival's all like, have you seen my new ring made of palladium? Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. Again, very Superman.
1: Don't make me beat you up, Archie. Or no, don't make me beat you up again, Archie. It's the again.
0: Although I guess the more Superman thing to do would take a make a ring of his weakness and give it to his best friend who he trusts so much. I guess oh, Jughead uh. is Batman in this in this <laughs> parallel. That'd be a cool story. Yeah. I want Archie to give Jughead a palladium ring to take him down if you know somebody ever oh, needs if gets, to.
1: If He gets too out of power. Yes. Yeah.
0: I want that for them. Yeah. And I want to see it happen. I need Archie to be affected by red kryptonite, and Jughead has to kick his ass.
1: I mean, that would actually be. Right! Kind of fun. <laughs> it would be amazing! Especially if it was somehow that, like, Percival did get his mind control powers yes. into Archie. Yes! And then it's like, no, I gotta take you out, man. He's got you. You <laughs> don't understand. I don't wanna do this.
0: Jughead, like, do you bleed? And Archie says, Yeah, haven't you watched this show? Like, all the time. Jesus, all the time.
1: (laughs) So Cheryl goes to uh, Nana Blossom and explains how, you know, her mind's been turned to the past. And she's thinking of Heather. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she did some snooping online, found out she lives in Greendale, and she's a librarian.
0: The spookiest thing you can be.
1: Uh, And Nana's just like, you know, leave it alone. It's been a long time. Like, it's fine. And Cheryl's like, no, I will not leave this alone. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ask my Spear of Knowledge, <laughs> Yes, my magic eight
0: ball. She believes, or is joking, it's hard to tell with Cheryl sometimes, the, the the accumulated wisdom of the family spirits live inside a magic eight ball. And who am I to say she's wrong?
1: And she's like, oh, Spear of Knowledge, <laughs> should I call Heather? unknown at this time Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. she's like
1: fine i'll send an email like whatever
0: no pressure
1: Uh. okay i won't call archie and jughead are together Mm -hmm, and they're just hanging
0: out they're buddies they're pals we
1: have to you know find out that tabitha is still in albany because she's not gonna be in this entire episode (laughs) uh we're not gonna check in on tony or fangs at all during this whole thing like who knows what they're doing Archie starts using sports metaphors, and Jughead's like, man, if you're going to start doing that, I'm going to have to use comic book metaphors. And I, like, start.
0: You both do those things constantly. Have we forgotten the
1: the highs and lows of high school football?
0: (laughs) Well, that was in reference to actually playing football. It's not so much a metaphor. Still.
1: All he talks about is sports
0: But Archie comments that like Wow, Jughead, I never realized you were so into comic books Because he just got a shipment from Toledo from his mom I guess he's keeping in touch with his mom over all these years
1: And I'm like, dude, didn't you help him move his comic books?
0: No, that was in River Vale And this is Archie's turn to get that River Vale sideways deja vu
1: This is so confusing talk about a a bit about like kryptonite Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how that works and mighty mouse and cheese
0: this conversation is more directly about how to overcome a weakness like that and various heroes who have had mineral based uh (laughs) uh chinks in their armor have overcome them by like exposure therapy
1: yes so Archie's immediately like, man, maybe Cheryl has some Palladium. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I mean, she does have a mine of the stuff.
1: So Veronica mm-hmm. goes uh, to see Dr. Curdle Jr. And is like, talk to me, doctor. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's, you know, using his non-morgue doctor skills. <laughs> you uh, still
0: have to go to medical school.
1: I just... In this town.
0: There is no other doctor Veronica can trust because if she talks to anybody else and they believe her, they will arrest her for murder. Dr. Kirtle is cool. Oh, he's down. I guess, I
1: guess that's true. I guess that's <laughs> true. So he he has done some tests and he's like, your body has toxins. And it's not just your lips. It's actually in your tears. It's in your sweat. It's basically. In everything,
0: you're so full of poison. "Quote: I'm not sure how you haven't died yet."
1: I was going to say that one because I really like that line. Oh, go ahead. It's okay. Please, please,
0: darling. What? I would love to hear you say that line.
1: (laughs) So uh, he suggests that she go on dialysis to lower the poison Mm -hmm. in her blood. You know, instructs her, instructs her that she can't, like, have any physical contact with anyone. Mm-hmm, mm mm-hmm. And maybe that will keep her from dying. Who knows?
0: Well, it'll keep her from killing.
1: Maybe. I mean, the <laughs> physical contact, maybe. But, like, we don't know if this dialysis is gonna work. Mm-hmm, mm mm-hmm. uh, So then we go check in on uh Betty and Jughead. Betty is like, hey, I need you to read my mind.
0: Well, she asks, can you read my mind? Which is also a famous Superman quote. Oh. I Superman the movie when uh, they're flying know. and Lois starts like reciting a poem. It's very strange
1: Yeah, I don't know that.
0: Okay, we can watch it. It's good. Nah. Okay.
1: I'm not a Superman fan
0: Okay, what if Robert Pattinson was Superman though?
1: You know, maybe because he <laughs> Definitely won me over to Batman. I'm like, yes <laughs> Yes Thank you <laughs> Other Batmans? No, thank you.
0: Superman with a smoky eye? Hell yeah.
1: Yes! He looks like he was just waiting for My Chemical Romance to get back together. And, like, and he made it happen! And he made he it happen! He made it happen! If Robert Pattinson wasn't Batman, would My Chemical Romance have dropped that song? No! 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 No, they came back for him.
0: Why do you think it's a six-minute song? Because it's a three-hour movie.
1: It is a very long song. It's very good. <laughs> I really like it. So, he's like very confused. Um, mm. and she's like, no, I, d- I don't want you to read my like conscious mind. I want you to read my subconscious mind. Ah, and he's like, I don't, yeah. I don't know if I can do that? Like, I haven't done that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he promises to do some research sure. after she explains all these memories that have been triggered, all these events that have happened, how she needs to know what her mind is suppressing.
0: She, she needs a shortcut. She needs a brain Sherpa yeah. down into the depths.
1: Cheryl um gives Archie some palladium.
0: Yes. And she tries to give him some advice along with it. Like, hey, you're going to do some weird shit. I know all about weird shit. Let me help you. Let me put together your, your exposure therapy regimen. Let, let's work out a schedule together.
1: Because, you know, she points out the fact that Archie doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Yes. And like she has experience in this.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
1: So she's gonna help him.
0: He then does not listen.
1: <laughs> no, so Archie decides to just fucking wear the palladium as a homemade necklace mm-hmm. and like go about his life at the gym and he starts, you know, punching a punching bag. To the point that his hands just start bleeding through the wraps.
0: Yeah, yeah. His knuckles leave bloody streaks on the heavy bag. Uh, which, it, that's not how it's supposed to go. No. Don't do that, please.
1: Uh, Veronica's over at the casino having dialysis.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In her office. Very nice setup. Uh, no waiting list for this girl boss.
1: When Jay calls... Hi, J- uh, hi, Jay. Nice, hi, Jay.
0: Nice to hear from you, Jay. We
1: don't, we don't see you, but nice to hear you. The shareholders are trying to reach her again, and she's mm-hmm. been like delaying and pushing out a meeting that's supposed to happen. And apparently, they're just gonna have it without her.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which is a problem because she can't have meetings in person. Veronica, what year is it? No one's having meetings in person. This is Zoom. not a problem.
1: Zoom. Just
0: yeah, I'll dial in. What? What are you? It's not an issue.
1: And what would they call Zoom in Riverdale? Well, in old Riverdale, it would have had a different name. Now they would just Zoom in on the product placement.
0: Yes, yes. But that's a few Veronica scenes from now.
1: Back at Thornhill, uh, Cheryl comes bursting in uh, to the room that Nana's in and is like, Nana, have you seen my book on Rasputin?
0: And Nana is looking at a new painting, I believe, yes?
1: I don't feel like we've seen this one before because it's like a close-up
0: of a giant spider on a lady's boob.
1: If we would have seen it before, I feel like I, I would think have remembered. I we would
0: have mentioned the giant boob spider painting. It's uh, like the size of a volleyball.
1: Uh, but the
0: spider that is.
1: Nana Nana Rose uh did have that book. She was reading it last night, and mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. Cheryl wants it, and she's like. Mm, Are you sure you actually want it? Or are you just trying to distract yourself from the fact that Heather hasn't responded to your email? Mm. And in my experience...
0: Nana's getting cheeky.
1: People normally respond promptly to emails when they care.
0: Oh, and so Cheryl starts to treat Nana like her mother because because her affections are fickle. (laughs) Quote, get me my Russian tome, you Baba Yaga.
1: Betty is heading out, saying bye to Archie. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, oh, hold up. Can you open this can for me? <laughs> and she's like, what? What?
0: what? Like, when, when she enters the room, he's, like, opening a can of peaches or something. Yeah. And he's struggling with it. And he immediately, like, hides his bloody knuckles in his kangaroo pouch of his hoodie.
1: She's like, why can't you open it? And then he shows his knuckles. And she's like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what he explains, you know, is wearing the palladium necklace. And the thing is, though, is that he could have punched like that before his powers and been fine.
0: We've seen it many times.
1: It's weakening him beyond what he normally is like.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. But he can't take her her advice to just not wear the necklace like this because it's the only way he's thought of to get stronger, to have the strength he needs to resist uh, uh, Percival's machinations because punching is the only kind of strength Archie really understands.
1: So she decides to open the can for him. <laughs> and all I could think of... <laughs> well, she of wants
0: some peaches. Come on.
1: It's because there was like this close-up of the can opener is... Our lovely, amazing can opener. <laughs> we finally, finally splurged.
0: Oh yes, it, the it was nine dollars
1: real... to buy one of those can openers that doesn't like cut the lid, but like pops the seal.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh my fucking god! It's
0: the best. It's absolutely if ten thousand percent worth it. If you
1: want to feel like so pampered
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and
1: like wealthy. Get one of these fucking can openers the First,
0: time, The first time I used it I was cutting the the <laughs> lid off A can of enchilada sauce And the cut was so Invisible that I Like picked it up and, and Tipped it to get like a clear look To see if I'd uh, like Done anything at all and the pop Just came right off and I Poured sauce everywhere but that's okay <laughs> Because I cleaned it up <laughs>
1: It doesn't actually, I don't think it actually cuts. It just yeah, pops yeah. the seal. Oh, it is like soft butter on bread. Like it is <laughs> magical. Why have I had the shitty can opener right? I bought for college right? a decade and a half ago? Why has that been my life when I could have just spent $9 and gotten this magical thing? <laughs>
0: So anyway, all of the investors of Babylonium, all, all the major shareholders are there at the meeting at a very tiny table. Like, so tiny. It's was... like in a
1: closet. It looks like the room that I recovered from my wisdom teeth surgery, <laughs> where I could feel all like, the
0: walls. They're meeting in the high roller room where that guy hung himself, I believe, with like a tiny table that's just for the high rollers. You, you can't even have like a full blackjack setup. up that sort of... Windshield shaped table That that casinos are known for having It's not that It's a little round thing Yeah Why? Why are they in the tiny room?
1: So Veronica's like You know Walks in And greets them And is like Reggie I can't believe you're here Because I banished you And that's part of what They're here to talk about Well excuse me She banished his ass Yes That's an important I think part of this
0: And he left his ass at home It's very hard for him To sit right now (laughs) He's Really precarious balancing.
1: They go on about how they have concerns about her running the Babylonian. You know, first her decision to remove him. Uh, then the fact that they haven't turned a profit. And also that she looks insane right now. Because she is wearing, like, a loofah on her head.
0: She's wearing a a veil of mourning. For Heraldo?
1: I'm going with she's dressing in a cloak and a face net Because it creates a little personal bubble so no Mm -hmm, one can mm -hmm. touch her. Yeah,
0: yeah. The cloak I understand for her condition. But why isn't she just wearing a mask? Like, I'm sure she's wearing a mask when the cameras aren't rolling. Just make it part of the story.
1: COVID doesn't (laughs) exist in Riverdale.
0: (laughs) It used to. It's been mentioned.
1: But it does it right now.
0: <laughs> Never in the present. There there was a pandemic during the time skip. Yes. Yes.
1: Oh, and so they're also like the shareholders are like, well, we found a buyer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if we sell, we can get all our money back. And that's what we yes. want to do.
0: They'll recoup their investment because they aren't making any gains on it now with this money hole of a casino.
1: Yeah. She's like, mm, no, give me a few days. I will give a presentation. Yes. basically
0: she's going to make a brand new valuation so that they can see in black and white just what they'd be walking away from in her big gigantic coat
1: So uh Jughead and Betty are together ready to do their deep dive mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. into the mind reading uh, Jughead has done his research from what he's learned it's like you know you need to you need to visualize uh, your memories. I suggest, like, a comic book.
0: He always does these days, <laughs> ever since Rivervale, really. He found that Heaven is a burger joint with a comics rack. If yes. that doesn't turn you into a comics reader, what will?
1: What will? What will? You know, by her doing that, he can then access them, uh, and they also need to have, like, physical contact
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this whole scene, they're cutting between them, not you know, in your usual shot or reverse shot, but the camera is straight on, head on, placed between the actors. It's it's Wes Anderson framing. Yeah. And when they are shown in profile, it's not like one quarter view; it is perfect profile as yes. well. Yes. So as they join hands and as they concentrate. Uh, uh, the lights dim and the camera pulls
1: And the room does like a warp
0: Yeah, yeah, it does sort of like the, the rack-focused Jaws thing at the same time as the lighting shift It's very simple, but very effective at the same time I really like it Yeah Lisa Soper, got my eye on you As Jughead goes into the mist zone where the Power Rangers would always fight Goldar mm. And there he finds a desk with a stuffed cat that looks like caramel Yes <laughs> And like the black and white speckled composition book. Yes. And a short box of Betty comics.
1: With the Betty font.
0: With the Betty logo. Oh my goodness. So cute.
1: And so he uh, pulls out one and it's the cover comic book art, but it's the scene where he's climbing up into her window.
0: This is season one stuff.
1: And then we go to that scene and oh my god, they're babies. They're
0: first season babies. They're little babies. This is the scene of their first kiss.
1: Yes, and like he so he walks into the room like watching this happen and watches the kiss and ugh oh, my they're, heart.
0: They're both they're they're both much younger. This is airing spring of twenty seventeen. So, so they
1: filmed it in twenty sixteen.
0: Quite probably.
1: Like babies. babies. They're babies.
0: But like I feel the biggest difference in in Betty in in uh, uh, Lily Reinhardt is her new adult haircut.
1: Actually, <laughs> yes, like the new one. Yeah, the new, yeah, this one that she got like an episode ago. <laughs> and he kind of gets like broken out of it mm-hmm, by mm-hmm. Betty, like asking, like, "Did you find anything? Like, nope, just like shared memories so far. Let's just keep going. Mm-mm. I didn't just relive that kiss. Like, it's fine." <laughs> goes back in, pulls out another one. And this one is where they're together watching the twins.
0: This is season three
1: stuff. I think, I think think so
0: early season three, because it's when she's really worried about the darkness inside her and what it means. So like, she must know that her dad was the black hood at this point.
1: Yes. Yeah. And it's him, you know, being like, no, you're a good person. Even if there's evil inside you, you are good. And then again, she's, like, Jughead, you know, is it still just shared memories? You need to dig deeper.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not really a big success if the only memories he's awakening are ones he was, like, personally there for. That's not helping anyone. It's not even snooping.
1: So he digs deeper, and, like, there's, like, a different type of warp with mm-hmm, ha- what mm-hmm. they do with the camera to show that, like, going farther. Mm-hmm. And we go to where she is going to... Hit Caramel with the rock.
0: Yes, euthanizing her cat after yes. the the car accident.
1: Yes, but then we go to what we didn't have never seen. Brand
0: new scene. Which
1: is little Betty sitting at Pops with Hal.
0: Yes, get, getting she, comforted. Or is she? <laughs> well, she's
1: like, Daddy, did I do a bad thing? And it's like, oh no, it's Caramel's fault. Caramel <laughs> tried to run away and was hit by a car. She was a sinner. She needs to be punished.
0: Cats must not turn from their covenant with the Lord, Betty.
1: And how did you feel? (laughs) How did you feel? Was it like,
0: was it like kind of good? Did you, did uh, you, did uh, you like
1: it? Was it exciting?
0: To be so powerful, to snuff out a life? Come on, come on, little slugger.
1: And then we cut back to, you know, now. And Betty's like, oh my fucking God. (laughs) He was grooming me to be a killer. Like, what the fuck?
0: This is not a great choice of words after last week.
1: After last week, it's a little strange, Search, Like but
0: To imagine, you know, someone in the future, you know, catching up on these two episodes, watching them in a row in like a binge watch situation. To go from groomer meaning sexual abuse to, to groomer meaning my dad wanted me to kill a lot of people when I grew up.
1: And like... It's not wrong in, like, no, the sense of meaning, no. but it takes away from last week.
0: That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, they take a break. <laughs> she's like, yeah. I need a break from this. He's like, you need a break, we need to take a break. Yeah, Let's take a yeah. break. Uh, so, we, we need to go catch up with Cheryl and Archie. Mm-hmm. And Cheryl has come to Archie, who is shivering with, like, a debilitating fever on the sofa. And she's like, oh, my God, you look like death.
0: Cause you're doing it all wrong. You can't take a whole rock at once. You need to to give yourself itty bitty bits of immunity a little bit at a time. Just titrate it like my hero Rasputin did. Eating teeny tiny bits of poison until he became unmurderable.
1: So what I have done for you, Archie, is make you yummy palladium soup.
0: Ra-ra Rasputin, captain of the football team. <laughs> Thought you'd like that one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Missed opportunity here. Kind of yeah. wish Archie would have asked about Red Sputin's bat. <laughs> and then, like, pissed Cheryl the fuck off. That, like, no, like, I could just hear her going off into, like, one of her, like, name calling things and is like, that is from the fucking movie, a little shit. Like,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Cheryl is totally bought into the story of Rasputin being killed like six different ways or whatever, which is all British government propaganda.
1: If you listen to our uh, one episode on History Honeys.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Turns out they just shot him. They just shot him.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> well, not that exciting.
0: With the support of, yes, British Secret Service.
1: So Veronica burst into... Percival's room, because she knew Reggie would be there. Yes. <laughs> because Percival still lives at the casino Where for he, some reason.
0: He's not welcome, but he did pay for the whole month.
1: And so she's like, what the hell was that, Reggie? And they're like, what the hell is this? You barging in. She's like, move out. I don't care. Like, whatever. <laughs> um, And so Reggie and her go back and forth about how... This is ridiculous. And he's like, oh, well, it was me. I ca- I I called the meeting. I found the buyer.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm
1: rallying everyone.
0: Veronica accuses him of just being a toady again. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. I have, I have free will. I have my own impetus. Thank you very much. Maybe I got reasons for doing things. But dude, dude, come on. She knew to find you in someone else's place. You are acting like a henchman, bro. Come yeah, on. Yeah. You're very henchman-y today.
1: She goes off on this rant about what he is, which includes calling him a jellyfish.
0: A 6'2", 200-pound jellyfish, which I think is your favorite kind.
1: I mean, yeah, I love jellyfish. All varieties. (laughs) The bigger,
0: the better. Well, no, the glowier, the better.
1: The glowier, the better. Yes. With lots of tentacles.
0: But if they're equally glowy, then it's the bigger one. Like, that's the tiebreaker.
1: I like the big ones. I like the little ones. I like all of them. Okay, okay. Yeah, they're all great.
0: I think they're all monsters and should be extinct.
1: No! I'm, for that, I am going to get, like, a tattoo of a jellyfish <laughs> that you have to stare. I'm going to get it on my left shoulder, so you have to see it when you wake up in the middle of the night. Because you <laughs> sleep on the left side, so then it'd be like, look at it, staring at you. It's staring at you.
0: No, it's not. It doesn't have eyes. It's a fucking sea monster, and I hate them. <laughs>
1: staring.
0: But th- this scene... The scene is great. The scene is a lot of fun because it's the two of them over, I mean, overacting is a relative term in so many other contexts it would be, but they match each other. They come up to the same level and Percival is just like in the background. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like.
1: this is my room. I don't
0: think he's ever even in focus because he's here, but it's not about him I'm at I'm paying all. rent.
1: Like, what the fuck?
0: So as she's unloading all this invective, there's a visual effect, like a a shimmery cloud coming from from Veronica's mouth as she spits this venom. Ah, these deadly words.
1: And Reggie gets a nosebleed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Veronica's like, oh, fuck. And she just, like, (laughs) runs out. Just leaves with her cloak. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She's wearing a fucking cloak. Uh, So Archie... Um, is at the El Royale and yes. drinks some of his palladium soup. hmm And then goes and starts to jump rope. We love
0: that square head-on framing. We love the Wes Anderson shot today.
1: Yes. Uh, and as he's jumping rope, um, this is apparently very exciting for people because they're like, yeah, you got this. Look at you. And then he collapses.
0: He's He's trying to engender a very supportive atmosphere in the El Royale. <gasps>
1: But it's, like, weird, because he's just jumping rope. Like, if I was jumping rope like that, yes, that's impressive. <laughs> he does this, like, every fucking day. It's not really impressive anymore. Mm-hmm. Must be their first day at the youth center. So Veronica goes to Dr. Hurdle Jr. again.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: she's like, I don't think this dialysis is working. And he's like, you are right.
0: You're full of even more poison than before.
1: Uh, And he's like, I... Don't see how this will end without you succumbing to the toxins.
0: Have you considered magic, Dr. Colonel Jr.? Have, have you thought maybe you're seeing a magic happen?
1: No, have not thought that.
0: Maybe Archie should come by. Well, Archie's having some problems, but like maybe before this week, if he had seen Archie, he, he would open his mind to further possibilities.
1: Yeah, I mean, no one's, like, told him about the magic.
0: Yeah, yeah. He
1: doesn't know. He
0: doesn't know there's a fire starter up in the big house on the hill.
1: You know, if they just invited Dr. Curdle Jr. into their friend group, like, he would so very much like.
0: They tried. They tried, and he wouldn't shut up about Josie McCoy. It was really irritating.
1: I mean, I'm just saying, like, sometimes...
0: He tried to play spin the bottle just so he could smooch lips that smooched hers. It was creepy. It was creepy.
1: There was really only one person then. Yeah, his odds
0: weren't even good, but he still tried.
1: Or <laughs> two? Two? She, did she ever kiss Reggie? You think they hang
0: out with Reggie? Not these days.
1: No, I mean, not these days, but like, <laughs> I don't know when this would have happened. Like, maybe. Uh, so uh, Cheryl goes back to her trusted oracle. Yes. The magic eight ball. Yes. And she's like, hey, should I try calling Heather again? And it says, try later. And she's like, fuck it. I'm calling her.
0: On her lips phone. She has the kitschy big red lips phone.
1: And so she calls the library. And oh, Heather answers.
0: And so she immediately hangs up. She prank calls her former friend slash crush.
1: So uh, Archie wakes up on the sofa of the El Royale.
0: Looking like shit.
1: Yep. And he decides, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to weigh myself. And it said 135 pounds. And he's like, I haven't been that since junior high.
0: Palladium soup is the hottest weight loss sensation. Everybody's talking about palladium soup on TikTok.
1: Did you get food poisoned, Archie?
0: (laughs) What else? What are the other ingredients in this soup? Salmonella?
1: Betty and Jughead are back together. She's like, so you're ready? You know, because my dad was a serial killer and tried to make me one too. You ready for more of that? Shall we do this? (laughs)
0: With a moment of, yeah, I guess, uh, they jump right back in. And and Betty remembers being on the stairs as like 12-ish years old again. We've got one child actor for Betty and we're going to use her, to, god dang it.
1: Before she gets too old. Yeah. <laughs> Little Betty is watching uh, her, her mom and dad
0: discuss the results of a, a DNA test. Yes. And it turns out Alice is 100% got the serial killer gene.
1: And Hal's like, this is awesome. This is
0: awesome. He even calls it the serial killer gene. And Alice is like, excuse me? And he's like, no, no, no. In a good way. In a good way. It's it's, cool.
1: It's the strong gene. The warrior gene. And maybe the kids have it. Maybe Betty has it. snaps out of that and, you know, comes out of this memory. And she's like, oh, my God, my mom is worse than my dad because she's been fucking lying to me about this shit.
0: I don't know if that makes her worse than the guy who killed... Who knows how many people at this point with with all this retcon business.
1: I mean, like, yeah.
0: Worst crime. Liar. Murderer. Go. Why is it taking you this long to answer?
1: (laughs) Well, I was trying to remember. I was like, wait, hasn't Alice killed someone too?
0: Alice may have killed the guy that was extorting the guy she thought was her son, but was actually her son's Lover, now husband. Yeah. But maybe she didn't. I think that one is still ambiguous. Who did the actual killing.
1: I guess. So, uh, they get interrupted, though, because Veronica calls and she's like, Hey, Betty, had a rough day. You want to get some drinks? And Betty's like, I had a rough day, too. Let's get drinks.
0: So, we cut over to Archie, who is pouring his palladium soup down the drain, because this is clearly not working for him.
1: And Betty... Calls him. Cause it's party time, baby! She's like, let's go get shots! And I think it's weird, in a way, because, like, Betty answered this phone in front of Jughead and is like, yeah, let's get shots. And then, like, immediately calls Archie and, like, hey, let's go do shots. Did we ask Jughead if he wants to go get (laughs) shots, too? Like, he's all alone. Tabitha's been gone for, like, a couple weeks in Albany. Like, dude might want to go get shots. Maybe not, because he was an alcoholic, but he could at least, like, come along for some fries. Yeah. Grab a milkshake up front.
0: You're gonna need a driver, right?
1: Right? Right? It's a little weird. It's a little weird. I mean, maybe he had to work upstairs. I don't know, but...
0: I mean, let's give Betty the benefit of the doubt and and say that she was thinking, hmm, he's a recovering alcoholic. This is not the occasion to invite Jughead to. I'm not even gonna say anything so he doesn't feel left out
1: let's go with that. Um, so they're at the white worm. Lots of shots in. Oh, Lots yes. of shots in. Veronica brings up about uh, you know, how she did that uh kissing booth back when they were in high school and how, you know, it's really something considering now she has the kiss of death.
0: Mm -hmm, She's mm -hmm. like
1: filled them in on all her poison and stuff
0: Yeah, and they're all just commiserating About being in the super miserable club And Veronica's all like Oh no, there's a bunch of people Who I don't even like that want to hurt my business And oh, I'm so deadly In a way no court could nail on me Oh no, what's a girl to do? Veronica, listen to yourself This is what you sound like (laughs) Put two and two together here
1: uh, and so she's like, you know what I might be like dangerous to you, and Betty's like, nah, you don't have an aura, you're fine.
0: <laughs> what does Betty think her aura can do? Cause so far it's been like a sign of murderous intent. Does Betty think that she is immune to death by accident? <laughs> Is there like a yellow aura for a big whoopsie is coming? Like,
1: is that how she knows when to not cross the street? <laughs> and that someone will actually stop for a stop sign or not? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really get how her power works. Cause it seems like it hasn't worked like super well and like consistently.
0: Yeah, when it doesn't work on confirmed serial killers, it's not a great power. It's just not good.
1: Veronica's like, and you know you know what the worst thing is? The worst thing of all of this is my last kiss, not including Geraldo, who died. My last kiss before that was Reggie.
0: Ew. You dated him for how many months? Like, okay, I get we're at that stage of the breakup, but come on, come on.
1: And so Veronica's like, let's order more shots. And they're like, no, no, far too drunk, far too drunk. How are you not drunk? You've had more than us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's like, you know what? I am not drunk.
0: Oh, does she perhaps have an immunity to all toxins, including the, the inebriating effects of the demon rum?
1: I'll say, you know what? That kind of awful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that's-
1: that kind of sucks.
0: Yeah, the drawback to her power isn't the the like deadly touch she can't get close to anyone, is that she can't experience a buzz.
1: Okay. So shouldn't Archie in that sense be like the flash where like
0: mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. Or Wolverine sometimes does this.
1: Yeah, where like they drink so much and the buzz only lasts for like a really little short amount of time because of their metabolism's so fast. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And because he's immune. I guess maybe it's the palladium right now?
0: Maybe, maybe. The
1: palladium is within him. Like, he probably hasn't peed out all the soup yet.
0: He can get drunker if he's got soup in him.
1: (laughs) He's gonna be very sloshy.
0: (laughs) So speaking of Archie and all the soup in him, uh, he wakes up and his hair's coming out in clumps. Yeah! So he goes back down to Thornhill and Cheryl tells him, Hey, buddy, your humors are all wiggity.
1: And she, he's like, no, uh, your palladium's killing me. <laughs> She's like, no, no, no. And he's like, no, Dr. Colonel Jr. says it's like I'm anemic or something. And I kind of want to be like, well, maybe you are. Yeah. Are you, are you actually anemic? Is that maybe it?
0: So she comes up with this wild thing like, ah, ah, so you've lost your beneficial metals.
1: The palladium has neutralized the other metals. Uh, So, basically, you've poisoned your body, so you need to, like, get all that back in order, Mm -hmm. and you should be good.
0: I need to do more reading to fix the thing I screwed up with my reading. Yes. (laughs) And this is how we know the, the, like, uh, popular culture version of Rasputin is a fucking lie. You can't believe any of it, because it doesn't work for Cheryl Magic. It doesn't work. There you go.
1: Uh, So Betty goes to Alice, and she's like, why the fuck did you lie to me about the serial killer, gene?" And she's like, what are you talking about? No, no, no. You told me that I was the only one that had it, that no one else in the family had it, but you had it. You knew you had it.
0: I love how this scene starts because Betty is immediately not fucking, she's not fucking around. Yeah. The first line is Alice just doing your usual pleasantries, like, oh, hey, how's things? And Betty doesn't say hi. She just goes right into, what the fuck do you get off lying to me? Yes. (laughs) Instead of, hello.
1: And Alice just tries to brush this all off because Betty keeps talking and she's like, you know... You knew dad was grooming me to be a serial killer. You knew this. You knew that. And she's like, oh, Betty, is this your persecution complex again? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a great time for Betty to become a serial killer. (laughs) Let me tell ya, I know who her first victim could be.
0: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tabitha. She wants Jughead back to herself.
1: Oh, you can't hurt (laughs) Tab-Tab.
0: She'll just time travel away from you. You literally can't hurt her.
1: So, Veronica goes to see Cheryl, and Cheryl greets her as a raven-haired goddess.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a bit of flirting in here, and I'm kind of curious about it. Is that on the table?
1: I mean, honestly, Cheryl's just being nicer to everyone right now.
0: That's true, but, I mean, just think about it. Veronica has kissed Betty, who has kissed Jughead, who has kissed Tony, who has kissed Cheryl, and maybe she wants to close the loop. Cheryl needs to also kiss Veronica.
1: I I guess. Yes! Yeah. Veronica has come to see Cheryl because Cheryl's the only person she knows that grows poisonous plants. And I'm like, I bet Dr. Kirtle does too. Like, if not, what's he doing in his free time?
0: Yeah, but like, other than syrup trees, it's the only thing that grows in Thornhill. We know this. It was Penelope's whole thing. And I guess she kept watering the plants after banishing Mumsy four different times. (laughs)
1: So, so side story real quick. Sure. When I was out on my run today, this guy dressed in like a button-up shirt and uh-huh. like work pants uh-huh. came like sprinting past me.
0: Well, he had to get to his board meeting.
1: He had to get to the weed dispensary. <laughs> Do they take appointments? Well, that's the, I was like, they're open till 7. Like what the fuck? <laughs> this dude was like marathon sprinting mm-hmm. at such a speed. To get to this weed dispensary that was not closing for a few hours. And I was very confused. He's got a tight schedule. <laughs> Thing He's is, celebrating
0: Mother's Day late because, you know, she had to travel.
1: It was almost comical, though, with the fact that he didn't, like, lower his speed when he was trying to go through the door. But it's one of those <laughs> doors that they have to, like, buzz you in. <laughs> so he totally, like, basically face slammed into it.
0: <laughs> and if he's a little sore, I know something he could do to help with that.
1: So, Anyways.
0: So uh as far as yeah, plant medicine goes, uh there there is a broad selection uh, available for Veronica, and I am not going to ask why everything is so smartly labeled like a Etsy shop.
1: Cheryl doesn't do a lot of cooking, so she mm-hmm. but she really likes watching like TikTok organizational videos. Of
0: course she so does. So
1: she used those techniques with the labeling mm-hmm. and the little mm-hmm. bottles. Uh, In her own way. She gives Veronica all these things, and Veronica's plan is to taste test. Yes. Um, And Cheryl reminds her that there is no shame in getting her stomach pumped. And Veronica assures her- It sounds a little flirty
0: to me. It's
1: a little bit. Veronica assures her that she will have a private ambulance standing by.
0: (laughs) Must be nice.
1: Uh, But before she leaves, she's also like, oh, do you have any books about spiders? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> of course I do! And as she's like telling her about all these books, a fucking spider crawls across yes, the screen. Yes, it's huge. It's I, weird. It's a little weird. I mean it might
0: be very tiny, but it's very close. Like it, it's like it's climbing over the lens. It's a sanity effect from Eternal Darkness. Yeah. Dennis Mm-hmm. So now Betty is back uh, asking Jughead for another favor, not to read her own mind, but to plumb the depths of Alice's subconscious. And Jughead's like, no, I can't, no. And she says, no, it's okay. I give you permission. What?
1: It's like when she would read my diary. It's fine. That is
0: not your permission to give.
1: My mom read my diary a lot. Like this is just payback. It's fine.
0: I know there is no Fourth Amendment like precedent yet on mind reading, but I'm pretty sure. Actually, with this court, yeah, Betty, you're you're fine. You're go go on ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Betty's gonna do the talking. Jughead just has to be close enough that he can like read her mind. And so, yeah,
0: yeah. Just pick up whatever shakes loose out of her psyche.
1: And so they corner her at the station.
0: Yes, at her job, at, uh, in a filming break. They, they cut to commercial, basically, and Betty rushes her.
1: Yeah. You know, she's like, what else are you hiding, Mom? And as she's, she's drilling her, Jughead goes into her mind and sees Alice putting the dining room table back while crying.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And uh, he's like, hey, Betty, we're good. We're good. We can go now.
0: Cause there's something bum 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 under the floorboards. Bum bum bum. Yep. That's both kinds of bum bumps. Bum bum. That's just the law and order kind. So now we've got all of bum,
1: them. Bum bum bum. Uh Archie calls Betty and he's like Cheryl wants to talk to both of us about a new new plan. Yeah. For making me strong.
0: <laughs> Make me strong.
1: But it's not palladium soup.
0: Archie's strong!
1: So, they go to see Cheryl, and Cheryl's like, okay, here's the thing. Alchemy.
0: Mmm, yes. And and she stops Betty before she even has time to scoff, to say, ah, ah, ah. Now, I know they never turned, like, lead into gold, but but the, the alchemists were able to turn gold into iron.
1: And what is palladium but white gold?
0: It's palladium is what it is. It's- Palladium. Gold is gold. Palladium is palladium. You, you look look at it. Just look yeah. at the periodic table. They, they're different things.
1: So she's like, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to apply heat to your body like an alchemist would. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm going to forge you. And yes. Archie's like, yeah, let's do it. Forge me.
0: Forge me now, he says, at the idea of getting Wolverine claws.
1: And Betty's like, oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Are there any side effects? And Cheryl's like, oh yeah, the, death. Heat, the heat needed might might kill you. You
0: know, death is a pretty big side effect here.
1: She's like, that's pretty fucking significant.
0: And Archie says, it's fine. I must be forged. My favorite X-Men is forge.
1: I want you to forge me. But first, we need a knight so I can forge her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, pardon my French. Uh, so... <laughs> So Cheryl says, yeah, it's a deal. I guess she's gotta read up on the fine print anyhow. And so it's self-care night, basically. <laughs> I don't think- Veronica's in the bubble bath reading a fucking field spotting guide to to spiders.
1: Well, munch it on poisonous plants. What if what if Cheryl just
0: gave her a nice copy of Charlotte's Web?
1: Oh, I hate Charlotte's Web. It's so sad. <laughs> I don't like it.
0: Yeah. No. Oh, okay.
1: That one's traumatic. Like Bambi and Dumbo
0: Mm -hmm. Just generally not a fan of Stories about animals that talk
1: No, I like stories about animals that talk
0: Mm, I don't know I
1: like Robin Hood
0: Okay So you're saying Four legs bad, two legs good Maybe You filthy capitalist pig
1: Well, like, think about it Like, all the When So many of them are sad (laughs)
0: So while Veronica is enjoying her, her strychnine bath bomb, <laughs> Betty is like giving Archie a rub down. And like, she's
1: the one that has the baby hands.
0: Some sensual massage.
1: On the, like a pile of blankets on the floor, surrounded by a lot of fire ha- hazards, Betty has the baby hands that but we saw in the trailer. They
0: aren't nearly as baby hand as they looked in the trailer, but they're kind of stubby. They kind of look weird. They- it's got to be like an angle thing because we've been staring at her hands for a hundred and nine episodes.
1: And her hands have always looked fine. But, but this, this scene one shot. Her hands look they like look like, baby hands. like creepy baby doll hands. It's really weird. Also, like, because Archie's, like, technically still dying from the palladium. Is (laughs) that why they're having to have sex on the floor? Is because he, like, couldn't climb
0: the stairs. You know that scene right at the end of A Princess Bride where she's smooching all over Wesley and he's like, gently. It's kind of that. (laughs) He's mostly dead.
1: (laughs) Mostly dead.
0: What's Jughead doing? He's, he didn't get invited out to party. No. He doesn't get to hang out with Cheryl. Would he want to anyway? That's a good question. Is he just like catching up on his other readings? He's
1: just reading comic books. He's
0: brewing himself a pot of tea?
1: He's catching up on comic books and he's running pops.
0: Oh yeah, he's that's right.
1: shifts he's... with pop because Tabitha's gone.
0: I hope he's developing a stronger relationship with who may eventually be his father-in-law. I don't know. It could happen. I
1: mean, I think he already has that really strong relationship. He sees Pop as a father figure.
0: Yeah, but I think it's different It's different now that he's A, had seven years out of town mm-hmm. to come back and be an adult and not one of the special kids. Mm-hmm. And also to be, like, committedly long-term dating his daughter, but without the daughter around anymore. Granddaughter. Yeah, but without the granddaughter around anymore.
1: What if they're, like, having bonding time together? What exactly. If what it's if a they're... different
0: kind of bonding than they had available to them before.
1: What if they're showing each other their favorite movies?
0: Oh, my goodness. They're
1: having a popcorn night.
0: Oh, what's Pop-Tay's favorite movie? The Big Sleep.
1: I was going to pick some, like, classic musical.
0: Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, we're both going old Hollywood. We're yeah. both going like studio era. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Or what's
0: Jughead's favorite or movie?
1: Is like, would Jughead go with some like classic whatever and like pops like
0: Twilight, Breaking Dawn Part Two. <laughs> yes.
1: Teen uh, Beach Movie. Jughead, have you seen this thing called High School Musical? <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> Pop Tate. And Jughead Jones, binge-watching High School Musical, the musical, the series together.
1: Yes! Yes! And, like, debating if Olivia Rodrigo's song is really a ripoff of Paramore or not. Mm-hmm, hmm Yeah, yeah. That, that is their night, and I will die by that. <laughs>
0: Uh, So two things happen at once, basically. The next morning, it is carpentry time in the Cooper home as they they dig up those floorboards. But that's like a two-second scene, because it is time for Veronica's poison checkup.
1: Veronica feels totally fine. She's letting Cheryl know that she uh, feels the same as she felt when she finished the bottle of tequila, and nothing is affecting her. Um.
0: She thinks she works on Hulk rules. (laughs) That the infectiousness, that the the uh, uh, power of her outward projection of poison depends on her emotional state, depends on her feelings, her endocrine response, her heartbeat.
1: But like in a spider way, because spiders can like control the amount of venom that they put out.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So like a spider, but like the Hulk. Yes. And so Cheryl's like... Okay, well, control your <laughs> emotions then, I guess. Yeah. Also, here's my spider brooch.
0: Yeah, she gets a little pleasant. Um She's given that away to Jughead. Now she's giving it away to to Veronica.
1: Uh, and, you know, she's like, you may be venomous, but you are resilient.
0: And, like, the idea of Veronica having to control her emotions is fitting because it's something she's never had that much problem with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's an ice queen. Yes. the The very first episode, they they were doing like a whole fire and ice thing, very broadly with with these two characters. Yes. Why Why isn't she an Elsa then?
1: Why isn't she an Elsa?
0: Because we know how bad the special effects looked on the Flash. That's why she's not an Elsa.
1: Because they would just give her blue lipstick. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she's she looks much better with the black than the blue. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, So Alice comes home and Betty's like, hey, mom, I think it's time you tell me the truth. And as Alice looks over, we see the uh, pulled up floorboards and the mummified body of a deputy.
0: So Alice talks about how that got there. And uh, it turns out she's hidden a dead body with every man she's ever slept with. (laughs) I'm just assuming there's one for Uncle Frank, too. I, uh, that's, that's just me, but I feel confident.
1: Okay, so he, here's what happened. is like She came home from apple picking with the children, and while uh-huh. the children were upstairs, Hal's like, hey, I need you to help me with something. And what it was was hiding the body of the deputy who was coming to check in on Hal because he was suspicious of him.
0: Which is the least suspicious thing you can do to a police officer. So
1: they thought the best choice was to put a body... That was going to decay mm-hmm. and smell yes. under their dining room table.
0: So so you know that story of the telltale heart, right? What if it's the rest of them? The telltale entire guy.
1: How did it become mummified and not just like <laughs> rot? <laughs> I have questions about like the environment under their dining room table. And how this was able to like be the. How did they not get rats?
0: This explains why she never sold the house after all these years. She was afraid of the building inspector <laughs> finding this guy.
1: Like, well, and that's part of it. I'm like, why, what? Wouldn't you want to get rid of it?
0: It worked. They never found him. Till now. Until a mind reader got nosy in her brain.
1: Alice is like, you know, he forced me to do it. He made me do it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um and betty's like well so so you knew
0: so this transitions into the big confrontation that betty was hoping to forge she's everybody's forging things where where she confronts her mother like what did you know and why uh, uh just explain everything about my childhood to me right now
1: please And Alice is all like, well, you were your dad's favorite. You Mm -hmm. always had a special connection. She's like, so you fucking wrote me off? Like, you were just like, yeah, let's let him make me a serial killer?
0: But no. No. The reason Alice has been so overbearing and such a perfectionist and so nitpicky is to try to nip this in the bud and try to squelch the evil inside her by by making the absolute perfect girl next door out of her daughter.
1: Yeah, that didn't go so well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Cause it's fucking weird emotional
1: abuse. Yeah. 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 And Betty's like, plan didn't fucking work. This this is bullshit.
0: Yeah, she says that evil, it's still there. I'm a cop.
1: Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, we go over to Archie mm-hmm. and Cheryl, who are in the mine.
0: Yeah, yes, because Uh, it is a magical place A a space between worlds And also very insulated uh,
1: It is Palladium
0: So Archie's job is to stand there shirtless Reading a a Latin spell Off of a sheet I guess all the prep was teaching Archie (laughs) (laughs) How to
1: read Latin How
0: to pronounce written Latin
1: Well the prep was like Cheryl spelling it out phonetically
0: Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm.
1: he can just like sound it out properly
0: Uh, uh, And Cheryl says her job is to is
1: to manifest witch fire inside you. Yes. Uh, And pray that you survive. Also that.
0: Yeah, that's a third person's job. That's Britta somewhere, I guess. (laughs) Back with her her, uh, birth parents.
1: So he starts reciting. She starts doing fire things. There's glowing uh, things like build. And then he's screaming.
0: Well, yeah, because he's holding a sheet of paper that is now burst into flames. I would too. (laughs)
1: Uh, So then we go over to Veronica at the casino who's enjoying some smart food white cheddar popcorn <laughs> Yeah, yeah
0: And so I'm sure you're asking yourself Is the first thing you see a close-up on the bag of smart food white cheddar that then pulls out to see Veronica? And yes Yes, yes, yes that is, is exactly how it goes That's Exactly
1: what it is and so, of course, uh, Jay calls her that uh, Reggie is there to see her.
0: Jay is such a good little guy. I'm glad I'm glad Jay is in this all the time. I hope we never see his face again. I just want him on that intercom every, every week.
1: And when Reggie comes in, she's like, oh, great. You know, I've almost finished the evaluation on Canva. Let's put in that product placement. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't pay as much, so we're not going to zoom in on their logo. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> But but Reggie has also been putting together a presentation. He slaps down a folder and is like, "It doesn't matter what you say to the board. Uh, they're resolved to not go along with uh, uh, any of your plans because you're weak." He flips it open and you see there's pictures of her with the like dialysis lead in her arm.
1: Totally, just like a still of the shot from yeah. that scene. <laughs> that I'm like, how? F- what? Your spy is fucking good. Like, how do they yeah. get that?
0: Not only is a spy, like, taking pictures of her in her own personal office, but from two different
1: angles. (laughs) For the room that only has, like, one window and one door. And
0: and it's not coming in from the window. The window is visible in the pictures.
1: I mean, no one thought to, like, try to take a picture that actually looked like something a spy would get.
0: Like, black and white, maybe? No. No.
1: And she's like, well... Fuck that, <laughs> I'm fine, you'll take this casino over my dead body.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, from Reggie's perspective, it looks like that's a pretty short-term proposition.
1: She's like, you go ahead and try, and it will be a bloodbath of yours. Ah. Uh. So so then, we, we go to Betty, who comes home, and Archie is just, giggles galore.
0: He's a happy fella, because he is, again, palladium-proof.
1: Even though he's wearing the palladium necklace, it is doing nothing to him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so he grabs what, you know, any sane person would do, a kitchen knife, and slices it across his hand.
0: Revealing nothing. It makes like a little shing noise, like someone is drawing a samurai sword.
1: And he's like, Cheryl's spell, it worked. It forged me. (laughs) Palladium won't weaken me anymore.
0: (laughs) So yeah, everybody is going through like... Not everybody, but a fair number of our characters are going through like developments of their abilities. Yes. Archie is stronger than ever and he's overcome his his magic rock weakness and Junkhead
1: ju- can see deeper into people
0: he's pushing himself to to do more than he knew he could before and
1: veronica has a power
0: veronica's just sort of getting to the first step of her power but that's still a big milestone for her
1: betty's aura still can't do shit
0: nothing just useless
1: (laughs) who knew that would be the most useless power
0: Anybody from the very beginning. Like, it was clear then, but she's only being left behind further and further. Tabitha, who knows what's going on while she's in Albany. We'll find out next
1: week. We'll find out. But Veronica has her very important uh, presentation that is, like, semi-public. Why are all these
0: people at a shareholders meeting? Did they all buy shares? Like,
1: there's a full audience.
0: Like, we we had the, the majority holders before, but now all the retail investors are coming, I guess.
1: Um, and so she's like, mm, I want to get rid of some rumors. Like, I'm fine. I'm healthy. Y'all need to get on board with my vision because I'm not going to sell. And uh, my best friends over there who are also attending this thing uh, gave me a boost earlier today. And, and so with that... We get a flashback. Yes.
0: Which is very rare for this show to have a flashback into the action. You know, something that's hours earlier instead of just, like, presenting things in chronological order.
1: And so the flashback... I totally knew this was going to happen.
0: It was in the trailer.
1: Before, like, as soon as Veronica got this mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm. So, uh, Be- Betty presents Veronica with Archie. Yeah. She's like, hey... You are kind of down in the dumps, uh, and I know you're really sad about the last person you kissed being Reggie, and like, you can't kiss anyone else because you'll kill them, but like Archie's invincible again. So, so you can kiss him. I give you permission.
0: Betty has developed a second superpower, the power of an open relationship. So, so is
1: this just going to become like a polyamorous relationship between the three of them? <laughs> That's like a different twist.
0: The... Th- that is the thing people have been asking for, not just in the show, but in this franchise, since polyamory started to be, like, a well-known yeah. term yeah. in co- popular consciousness.
1: Because, like, they could they could just do that, and, like, everyone, everyone could and, just I mean, get along.
0: From time to time in the classic strips, it seems like that's a thing that's already happening anyway. I mean, anyway. yeah, they
1: agree to it.
0: Yeah. So this flashback is a way for us to get the two things happening at once in a musical number that is so common to this show.
1: Yes, because Veronica then breaks out into toxic. And
0: it's so good. It's one of the best musical numbers we've had in such a long time. I mean, music mm. choice alone, fantastic.
1: And that there's so much spider imagery.
0: The, uh, yes. because in her, her
1: outfit. Her it's cloak, in the decor.
0: Her cloak gets ripped away, revealing a sequined leotard with, like, a black widow uh, uh, diamond pattern. And,
1: like, the dancing, like, all, all her backup dancers, like, come up behind her and are, like, her spider legs.
0: It's so good. It's so good. The I wanted... I wanted to to complement the camera use in the musical number uh, uh, because, like, it's very dynamic. It's finding good frames, not just moving for motion's sake. But the motion is very like arresting and heightens the the energy a great deal. But I can't say that it's all good because of the really annoying split screens that keep happening. <laughs> Yeah. To show the other simultaneous actions.
1: Yeah. So we—it's it's very Ang Lee's
0: Hulk, and I don't say that in a good way.
1: I will say there's um a, a an extra in the crowd that has the best fucking dance move. <laughs> this one extra next to like Betty and Archie is just killing it.
0: Well, when Archie starts to boogie along with the music, that's also great. Yeah. KG Apa has always been good at just improvised dancing in crowd shots.
1: So then we cut back to the flashback and them basically being like, okay, let's do this. And they smooch as Betty watches.
0: But meanwhile, there's Jughead stuff.
1: And so we cut to Jughead. Split
0: who's, screen over to Jughead during toxic. Who's at
1: home? Not invited Spears. to this. Let's remember he's not a
0: shareholder, and he didn't help Veronica make out. That's the two qualifications.
1: Uh, he's like, I did that in the past, though, so like, shouldn't <laughs> I get credit? And he's then like immediately overcome by. All these flashbacks to him and Betty making out,
0: yes, because he's been reliving these memories, and so he's being drawn to them.
1: so all the good old
0: days, the nostalgia of, of pure high school love.
1: so all the smooches, all the throwing each other up on counters, all the bug all the bed blah.
0: all the bed bugs. <laughs> Those episodes did not make it to Netflix. I don't know if we talked about the bed bug episode. They they like to forget <laughs> no, about it. we're not going
1: to talk about all the bug head that we have missed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, I like Tabitha and Jughead, so I haven't like missed it. But you know, that we feel fondly for.
0: yes. Yes he may be feeling more than just that sort of nostalgia because he immediately grabs his phone and texts his actual current girlfriend to say, oh, baby, I miss uh, you. I can't wait for you to come uh, back.
1: Uh. No, I thought he was broken out of it by his phone getting a text from her saying, I'm on my way home. And yeah. he's like, oh, oh, yeah, sounds great. Like, Yeah, miss but you. he
0: sure does concentrate on it immediately. <laughs> yes,
1: this is true. And then...
0: While the song is still going...
1: We go to Cheryl.
0: Mm-hmm. Split screen her into
1: who opens her door and Heather has come a calling. Uh,
0: I guess she has caller ID.
1: Yeah, she's like, <laughs> "You called. I came." She has caller ID at the library because, mm-hmm. like, Cheryl called her work number. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then we go back to the dance scene and like the giant spider like drops more <laughs> from the ceiling. Yes. And yes. like, as if
0: as if they're at a professional sports game for the Riverdale Spiders
1: and everyone is just loving it except Reggie and Percival
0: ooh and some of the other like major shareholders who well, are anonymous a
1: couple of the shareholders are like they're kind of clapping but they're also like this is not like any meeting i've been to yeah. be- this is weird if, is this how you guys do things here
0: if my company's ceo did anything like this i swear to god
1: But everyone else is just jamming out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The end.
0: That's the end. That is the end of chapter 109, Venomous. Darling, what did you think?
1: There were things I really liked. Yeah. And things that were just meh.
0: It had spiders in it.
1: Had spiders.
0: Minus 10 points off the top for you. Like,
1: they lose a lot because of the fucking spiders. You had a spider crawl across the fucking screen and you made me look at diagrams of spiders. (laughs) Not (laughs) cool. Not cool. I liked, though, Dr. Curdle Jr. and his sassiness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I liked, like, exploring some, like, uh, the mind control powers and, like, the comic... Like, I love any time they use the comic books.
0: Yeah, yeah. And in an interesting way, like, if mind reading was real... Yeah. If you had to organize your thoughts for easy reading... Yeah. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Especially when that's in a visual medium like a television show... Like, in, in other things, it might work as, like, think of your life as a book, but that's not going to read yeah. as well, you know, on a camera.
1: I liked all the really interesting shots. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. this was, like, a very visually inter- interesting Yes, concept.
0: yes. Something I really enjoyed about it is something that has been a... Is is the way it avoided something that has been a constant complaint of mine over all these years. These characters are involved in one another's lives, even if only briefly. Yes. And that is such a major part of this episode in the way it's structured that the exception, Jughead, feels so remarkable.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: Cheryl is talking to everybody. But Jughead.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Veronica's talking to everyone. But Jughead. Jughead. (laughs) Betty is
0: talking to everybody, including Jughead. Betty's the only one.
1: Yeah, it's a little strange. They,
0: they all That's have a... their separate plots, but they find ways to involve one another, to, to crisscross. And it's it's great. It's great. And sometimes, you know, Jughead just wants to live the bachelor life and not have to put on pants. I guess. I'm, That's fine. I'm
1: just holding to the fact that he and Pop are watching High School Musical, the musical, the series.
0: Obviously. It, anybody Anybody can see it. Anybody That's, with eyes, anyway.
1: That is what is going on. And that's fine. It totally makes sense that he was not invited to anything. Or he was invited and he declined.
0: Well, yeah, priorities. Gosh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: going to be my grandpa-in-law.
1: And High School Musical, the musical, the series is actually very enjoyable.
0: It grows on you.
1: It grows on you. You become very invested.
0: The best part of it, second half of the first season.
1: Yes. That's why I said it grows on you. Because
0: that's when it's grown on you, but before they just, I don't know. Okay. My problem with High School, the musical, the musical, the series. (laughs) Yeah. Is, the first season has this wonderful arc where you have, like, clear villains at the beginning, but then they're humanized and redeemed, and in the end, it's really, like, a bunch of people who have deeper friendships because they've come to understand each other. Yes. The second season, therefore, has no villains. It has just a bunch of people who keep secrets, uh, uh, because telling the truth is hard sometimes when you're a teenager, and it's it's not nearly as interesting.
1: I mean, they did try to make other villains.
0: Yeah, but she sucks.
1: Yeah, she does suck. Season two wasn't as good. No. But season one, and I'm hopeful about season three. How much do you
0: think they got to pay Olivia Rodrigo now after I, like how I, her life has gone? I am so
1: curious actually about right? how long she will be involved in this. <laughs> because life has changed a lot since season one.
0: The official verdict of the Sex Archie program on episode, uh, on chapter 109, Venomous, is what's up with Olivia Rodrigo's TV (laughs) contract? What's that look, what's those negotiations like?
1: Can Disney Plus afford her?
0: Starlin, do you have any predictions?
1: Well, I mean, like, obviously this whole Betty Jughead nostalgic thing is going to be a thing.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, that is... Something I predicted earlier, but the other way around if you remember yes when I said that Jughead would be Betty's emotional anchor To yes. protect her from Percival. Yes. What if I had it hundred eighty degrees wrong? Oh. I, and yeah. Betty is Jugheads. Yeah, I think Reggie was entirely cr- Honest when he was talking about being his own man and doing things for himself because his plan his deep, dark, secret plan in his heart is to learn sorcery and kill Percival to take his secrets once he has enough power to do so. Oh. Because he does know the legend of Darth Plagueis the Wise.
1: <laughs> I mean, he did seem to have some knowledge on uh, an interest in magic and, and wizardry. He reads up on that like Cheryl has Sputin.
0: He was just there for, like, the fizzle rocks. He wasn't really into, into uh, griffins and gargoyles. But his dad was super into griffins and gargoyles as a teen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's, like, a, a secret plan here of, like, show me your ways and then I will defeat you.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. okay. I can like that. I can get behind that. Uh,
0: I also think that Archie has fallen into Percival's fiendish trap. He predicted all these moves and counter moves, six chess moves ahead on the board, because now Archie cannot get on an airplane.
1: He can't get on an airplane?
0: And this is what Percival's plan hinges on.
1: Why can't he get on an airplane?
0: He's going to set off the metal detectors. He's oh. got forged iron in his body.
1: <laughs> too much metal. He also can't swim. He's going to sink. <laughs> He's going to drown.
0: Well, he can't drown. He's just stuck on the bottom.
1: He's stuck on the bottom forever.
0: It's like that scene in A.I.
1: I like A.I. A.I.'s good. A.I. is good. I really like the movie.
0: A.I. might be the best movie we've mentioned in this episode. It's that or The Big Sleep. Or Twilight Breaking Dawn Part (laughs) 2.
1: Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2 is great. Why haven't there been vampires in Riverdale? We haven't had vampires.
0: We're only halfway through season six. We
1: could have vampires. We could have
0: vampires. If Percival is an immortal demon that bears the Spear of Longinus... There can be vampires. There can be
1: vampires. I think there should be some vampires. So what if... What if? Because, like, these powers are spreading. Yes. Is Reggie going to get a power?
0: I want Reggie to have a magic wand.
1: Oh, he has a magic wand, I want right. Reggie
0: to have a magic wand. Magic wand.
1: He has one.
0: Do sparks come out?
1: Duff, something comes out.
0: So let's talk about what we do know. <laughs> Next week is chapter 110, Things That Go Bump in the Night. This is not the title of a movie. It is just a well-known phrase. It may have originated in a traditional Scottish or Cornish, or Cornish poem or prayer. There's a lot of TV episodes that called Things That Go Bump in the Night. I guess there is apparently a 1989 TV film, if you really want to stretch the naming convention.
1: I suppose.
0: Some songs, all sorts of things that have had that name, but I think they're just going for the well-known phrase. But in the trailer, some things happen, like Tabitha coming back and being real pissed off at Percival and breaking his shit in his store.
1: It looks like she breaks an urn. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We also have a magic show happening at the casino, introduced by Veronica, and it seems that Jughead is the starring... uh, Act here.
0: Yeah, Jug had watched Nightmare Alley and was real inspired. He's just doing that act,
1: and he's going by like the great foresight.
0: Yes, he has
1: foresight <laughs> into things. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: But it's literally the act from uh, <laughs> uh, Nightmare Alley.
1: Do we think like Reggie's gonna be like jealous because he's really into magic, and he's like, if I would have known that you would have been like my show bunny, Veronica, we could have done this.
0: Okay, okay, what if this turns into dueling magic axe and Reggie has to be the lovely sequin assistant to Percival?
1: Or what if it becomes dueling magic axe and that's when we find out what Reggie's power is
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with his magic wand. Levitation. Or or telekinesis. He can levitate other things.
1: Telekinesis would be my power.
0: Telekinesis would be a pretty good power that's for power Reggie. I want, yeah. He could flip skirts all day long. Sure. It's Reggie Mantle we're talking about.
1: Oh, uh, uh, so in the trailer.
0: Yes, Heather is a witch. She calls herself a witch, obviously. She comes from Dale. Yes.
1: Jughead gets asked if he can erase mines.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe. Frank punches Archie at a gas station.
1: And Archie tells him the battle is on.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Betty is also saying there is evil in this house while holding a kitten backing away from the twins.
0: Yes, the twins are in the are in an episode. The twins are alive. Thank goodness. They're not dead. They might be trying to kill cats.
1: We might finally get to the twins having magic.
0: Why didn't the twins walk in on uh, Aunt Betty and their good friend Jughead tearing out the floorboards of their home? That that would take time, right? That would take time. Did they get a babysitter for this?
1: They were at school. They were at They're school visiting Auntie Cheryl. I think sometimes the twins just go off into the woods and eat berries. <laughs>
0: They are wherever Bingo is all the time.
1: With Frank? <laughs> and that's the trailer.
0: That's the trailer. It's it's going to be a hot one. We're finally getting twin time. And Jughead gets a killer tuxedo uh, of sorts. Yes. Uh, and we will be back at you next week to talk about it. In the meantime, thank you very much for joining us. And why don't you...
1: Tell a friend! Why don't you tell a friend? Leave us a rating interview. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: If you have been... On the, the Apple podcast page, wondering where my review is that I promised to give you, dear. Five stars for you personally. Oh, It didn't let me do that because my login is the same that, like, runs the feed. That is cheating. Like I, I, I said, it I, might be. I did
1: kind of figure. It's okay. Yeah, it's I tr- okay. I
0: honestly tried. So.
1: <laughs> I didn't expect you to actually do it.
0: So, uh, uh to everyone listening, I cannot fulfill a promise <laughs> I made to my dear and lovely wife. I need your help to give five stars specifically to Elena not to they're not for me they're not my stars they're her stars and I need you to leave a review saying that they are her stars so everybody knows nobody gets gets it twisted
1: yeah yeah
0: I'm asking for a favor to help me fulfill <laughs> to help me fulfill a promise
1: it's it's okay darling
0: don't say that
1: <laughs> uh you can also follow us uh on Twitter at sex underscore archie mm-hmm
0: mm-hmm Uh, And I'd just like to thank the entire Archie fandom, whether you think you're in it or not, uh, for raising enough noise, enough backlash that uh, the Archie Comics Company has postponed their NFT minting. Fuck yeah. Perhaps indefinitely. No uh, uh, date has been announced. But that's... Sort of how these things that are quietly canceled, but they don't want to say they're canceled, go.
1: I just hope people forget about it.
0: We will be vigilant for that date to come if it ever does, but I feel pretty good right now for that not having happened earlier this week.
1: Yes, because it's bullshit.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But one more thing I'd like to point you at today... Today, an episode of a show called Mechanista in G went up. I've talked about it a few times because I've been on it a few times, and that's why I'm talking about it today. Their episode is on uh, all of the mech designs from The Vision of Escaflone, which is a fantastic show that I think people should check out. Uh, We talk about every big old robot we we, uh, could find a decent picture of, even the ones that don't have names. (laughs) They're all really dang cool. Even the ones that don't have names. I had a lot of fun uh, uh, with with Six and Dylan on that. And I encourage you to check it out.
1: So with that, I'm Elena.
0: I'm Grant. And from us here at Sex Archie,
1: Forge Me Now!